there, and welcome to Jano's Ex-Wives, a podcast where we talk about boys, the stars, and staying happy. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here with Rebecca. Hello. And Lisa. Hey, everybody. And let's see, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, Lisa, how are you? Hmm. <laughs> uh, good. It's been an interesting week follow up from last week it's definitely been interesting and you're giggling right now <laughs> i can't stop because what the listeners can't see is that rebecca's cat is like backing its butt up to her <laughs> <laughs> which is super cute i feel like i'm next <laughs> super cute and now i've joined your ilk so i'm also a cat person now and i didn't know what i was missing yeah mm-hmm. oh Cats are the best. People who don't, I'm suspicious of people who don't like cats. Honestly, like I thought for so long that I was only a dog person. And then I realized that I truly am a cat person because the cat is my personality. Like Mm -hmm. it's affectionate, but very like, I need you to leave. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And they're really funny. They are funny. They are very, very funny. And your cat's name is Pickle, which is super cute. Yeah. Yeah. And Rebecca's is Narcissa. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember your cat's name. Charlotte. That's, that's hurtful. And I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, have, I have two cats. I have Charlotte and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lydia is a girl. Charlotte is a boy. There's a whole story behind that. <laughs> um, but I love them both, and you both have not met them. I just realized that. Nope, never met them. Nope. Invite a bitch over, and I will. Yeah, for reals. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for COVID to be over to get back to normal. Right. Oh my God. Amen. Amen. Oh no, my. You... Rebecca's having wine. I'm so jealous. You betcha. <laughs> well, I'm having water. Focus on my water, and you'll feel better. Yeah. Uh, oh. No. I'm not I mean, drinking this week because I'm detoxing and it's killing me. Just look at us on your screen. Like Lisa and I are like the before and after. You want to look like Lisa, not me. <laughs> I'm rather looking You can't see what's happening from the waist down right now. I'm in like the laziest lounge pants. I've been in them for like two days. So Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with that. Uh, so Lisa, you were saying you were having an interesting week. It was an interesting week to follow up from last week. Like this morning when I meditated, I thought about what we talked about last week and how I felt last week compared to this week and the tarot card you pulled for me, which was the world and how I feel about it. And did things change? Interesting week. Yeah. Lots of, lots of thoughts about it. Positive week. Yes, but also different for me. Like I got hit with anxiety, which is really, really rare for me. You both know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an anxious person and I got hit with anxiety and had to cope with that. And what that's were you anxious me. about? I think I was anxious, honestly, about the podcast. Aww. I know, I know. And a friend of mine, um, I shared the podcast with him and he had said, oh, you sound so nervous. Cute, but nervous. I'll take the cute. But um, 
Yeah, but um, I said I think I had shared that I hadn't slept the night before. You know, after we recorded the podcast, I didn't sleep. And he's like, maybe you were just like anxious about it or something. You're overthinking this. And I'm like, yeah, because it was different for me. I, you both know that I'm private. Mm-hmm. I don't share a lot. And recording the podcast took me out of my comfort zone where I did something that I would not normally do mm-hmm. and shared things that I would not normally share because you both know tarot is very private for me. And I only share it with like a select group of people after vetting them for five years or something (laughs) but yeah it's true so I think I so I started the week feeling a little little anxious but worked through it and here I am if it makes you feel any better there are only like eight billion podcasts and so probably (laughs) no one is listening (laughs) I know I know and I thought about that I'm like I I like I don't know what happened I think it's not so much the podcast it's more of the sharing I'm not yeah. used to sharing. I get mm-hmm. that. Maybe we should like give you a new personality in here and you just like make up total bullshit and be like, <laughs> Liza, I have eight boyfriends. I'm a rampant bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good thing though. It's good. Because like I said, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Why did I do that? And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like so long as you can cope with it and deal with it, it's fine. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so that's that's how my week started but you know it changed but it started with anxiety oh. which i don't like <laughs> yeah, yeah it's no, not fun <laughs> no it's not and i um i sympathize with people who feel anxiety often because me having it for like two days not cool don't want to go back there so yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like i'm talking that. too much so i'll let you guys <laughs> never <laughs> It's a podcast. If you don't talk, what are we going to do? Exactly. I'm just going to yell at my cat for being a <laughs> bitch right now. <laughs> She's cute, though. She is cute. That's why she gets away with it. But... Most bitches are, though. So Right? right? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why they're bitches. <laughs> exactly. Not, not, us, not us, though. We're, we're, we're cute and lovely people. I don't know. Um, I'm not drinking right now, so I think Nick would say I'm a mega bitch. <laughs> I know. I'm worried that you're going to turn into Kathy Bates. I told you that before we started recording. And I don't want to be Kathy Bates. I want to be Kathleen Turner. I want to be drunk in a bar and <laughs> <laughs> with a deep, smoky voice, and then by fifty, just be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Like, <laughs> Anyways, uh, so to uh, follow you, you were talking about uh, your week. I uh, last week I mentioned that I had a new job possibly on the horizon, and I found out I got that job. So I'll be starting, and it's very nice to kind of know that I have a fresh start. Uh, it's also kind of nice, uh, you know, everywhere you work, there's bullshit. So it's kind of nice. <laughs> to uh, leave that bullshit behind and embrace new bullshit. So it's very nice to light those bridges on fire and be like, these people are not my problem anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm deleting so many emails of things that I was like, ooh, I should save this. I should do this. I'm passionate about this. And I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. Bye. <laughs> How's your week, Rebecca? Um. It was interesting. Uh, I had to get some testing done a couple times, but everything came out okay. So that's really vague and ominous. 
I feel like you should just be forthcoming with what it is. Otherwise, people are going to think it's like something awful. I feel like my first thought, if I didn't know what it was, I'd be like, oh, she's got herpes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> Which is fine. Which is fine, but you don't have a problem with herpes, you know. Everybody no. is living their journey. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, fine. I had to get two COVID tests because there was a scare, but everything turned out fine. We're so grateful. Stick up your nose. Oh Ooh. my god, the gunk that comes out when you have to put it that far up there. Oh my jeez. Uh, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I walked right into it. You oh. really did, though. You said it so <laughs> uh, so, anything happening pop culture-wise this week that struck any of our interests? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. That's an excellent question. I, I haven't been paying attention. We talk about pop culture amongst ourselves so much. I thought we could like mention some of that within our podcast if we ever felt like it. Uh, yeah. What happened this week? Well, I can share that Henry Cavill got a new gaming system, so he's going to be working on his computer over the Christmas break. I thought about that today. I don't know why I thought about it, but I thought about the video of him building the computer and how sexy it was. Oh, yeah. This total hot man being a nerd building mm -hmm. a computer. Yep. Knowing he has so many tattoos just totally changes his dynamic for me. It takes it into, because, like, I'm not attracted to uh, him ordinarily. But then, like, uh, just knowing what he looks like, not in movies, I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. are hot, though. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Jake Gyllenhaal turned 40 this week, so. Jake Gyllenhaal turned 40? He turned 40, and he, like, there was some thick picture of him on the beach. I'm Feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else there was a big picture on the beach of? Uh, there was some big hubbub about Adam Lambert getting all thick. And he was like uh, in a swimsuit and people were calling him fat. And I am sorry, if they think he is fat, they don't want to see me naked. That's for damn sure. <laughs> you look amazing. Oh, I agree. And Adam Lambert looks <laughs> <laughs> look delicious. I think Adam Lambert's really cute. I love that yes. he can sing. I'm gonna find yeah. it and share the picture. Hang on. Share it. Interesting. Uh also, uh it's funny because people like uh really love him or really hate him. And Rebecca was with me when we watched the Oscars, and uh whoever we were watching it with just could not get over the fact that he was the lead singer of Queen now and kept trash talking him. Yeah. Rebecca was like, he's doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, he sounds amazing. Yes. His version of um what's that song that he did on American Idol? Mad World. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to share the screen. Uh, I don't know who he's kissing. I don't know who. It's not me. Though. Oh. Wow. Wow. I know. He's he, so cute. You look thickums, but I'm all for it. So <laughs> that's adorable. It is, it is adorable. He looks great. And wearing a speedo. Yeah. Very jealous. Yeah, he looks good. What about Jake Gyllenhaal? I feel like I need to see this 
thick version of Jake Dillon. Yeah, Hall let's too. look up Jake Dillon Hall uh, on the beach. I love that now the like this is no longer for the listeners. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Your phone and Google. Okay. <laughs> you can Google it. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be Jake Dillon Hall is really hot. He was really hot in um, Jarhead. Oh, he looks oh. great too. He looks oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Now we're body shaming men. My God, no! He's body great. shaming. We are celebrating this. Not celebrating us. Not us. Body. Not us. People like saying that they're too thick. Uh, right? No, right. they look great. They look great. No such thing. I feel like just because that's what she said. You damn right. <laughs> I feel like because we're in it, you need to look up Tom Hardy. Just because okay. we're we're looking up people right now. Uh, yeah, it's not a dude Google without Tom Hardy. It's true. Also, there's no such thing as too thick is not something that he said. Oh, so. <laughs> yep. Because there have been many a time when I've gone, no, thank you. Oh, my God. I know. Tom Hardy and those big fat lips. His lips are amazing. Oh. It seems like we've talked about Tom Hardy probably as much as we've talked about Keanu Reeves. Yes. Honestly, this more. probably be Tom Hardy's ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got great lips, and he just seems like he's sweet and rough at the same time. Mm-hmm. God, yes. I feel like, mm, oh my God. Do you think if we change the name of the podcast, it would get his attention and he'd listen to it and contact one of us? Ooh. Oh, I hope so. I can <laughs> handle it. <laughs> yeah, you could. You would have to. I'll do my best. <laughs> so, so Nick and I have an open relationship, but it's very funny because uh, when it comes to celebrities, Nick is different than me. He's like, I would not want to have sex with them. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because... What if I was bad in bed with them because I was too nervous? And then he's like, I would just die if like Tom Hardy thought I was bad in bed. And I'm like, interesting. Whereas I would just give it a go. Yes. Give it a go. <laughs> I would be honest up front. <laughs> be like, this isn't going to go great, but I thank you in advance. It would be amazing, Rebecca. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> I'm like trying to give you a pep talk about your hypothetical sex with Tom Hardy. Yeah, Rebecca, fuck Tom Hardy. Do it. You'll yeah. Do it. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. <laughs> I hope he listens to it too. He's just so, he's very sexy and um, very masculine, which I like. And naked in so many movies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And padded and just got the lips. I mean, he's a good combination of that rough and that sweet. Mm-hmm. And he's a nice person. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. I mean, we bonded over a couple guys. Like we, we all love Tom Hardy. We love Keanu Reeves. We all love Seth Rogen. He's our boyfriend too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love Seth Rogen. I married a Cuban version of him. <laughs> oh, you did. But your husband, to be fair, I feel like the listeners need to know that Jonathan's husband is smoking hot. Yeah. He's ridiculously attractive, and I had to tell so many lies to get him. I had to <laughs> pretend that I like laundry. I had to pretend that I like to cook. I had to pretend that I was a bottom. I, like, so <laughs> Then we got married, and I was like, surprise, I'm a top, and I'm never going to do that unless it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Poor 
are, Nick. No, your husband though, he's handsome. Your husband makes me nervous, which we he knows. And yeah, you... and he and he enjoys it. What's funny is sometimes he'll be like uh, flexing in the mirror, or he'll look like real cute one day when he gets dressed, and he's like, "You should take a picture and send it to Lisa." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Okay. I like whenever I think about Nick, which you know is never. I never think about Nick, but when I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think about the picture of him with like the the construction hat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for anybody listening, uh, mom, uh, <laughs> when we open our marriage, like you know, you go through this phase where like you have to take all these sexy pictures. You have to set the trap again. You know. So uh, I like started a dirty Twitter and Nick started a, di- a dirty Instagram. He's going to kill me. I'm sure he can hear me right now. Uh, and uh, my pictures were just like, oh, I'm going to flex in the mirror. Okay. Angles. Meanwhile, Nick like had themes. So he had like a construction <laughs> hat on. And then there's like a whole photo spread with like a Santa Claus hat. And like, <laughs> he, was, like, he was like, what other village people haven't I done yet? <laughs> It was a good picture. I thought maybe he was making a calendar, you know? <laughs> I think he totally should. I remember the day you sent that picture to me and Rebecca, and I'm like, I'm so fucking done with Nick. I'm just done with him. <laughs> like, I've, I've had it. That stands out to me, and your Halloween party. <laughs> oh, yeah. The yeah. Halloween party where I was the nerd. And um, was he the dad from Stranger Things that year? Yes. Yeah. That was the year that we played Secret Hitler. That board <laughs> game. It's a board game, by the way. It's not like a weird thing. <laughs> it's a board game. <laughs> no, but um, no. And I was in the kitchen, like getting a glass of water, and your husband walks in, and he's like, "So, how's it going?" And I'm like, "It's fine." <laughs> and I was so nervous just by being alone in the kitchen with him. Um, so, yeah. The guy that works with Rebecca and does Rebecca's job. Uh, has that effect on me. Uh, Rebecca is not, does not work at the same time as this person. So she's not in the office when he is. Uh, and he has a very thick body. <laughs> he wears very tiny t-shirts. And I don't know if it is always cold in his office, but his clothes <laughs> are constantly erect. And uh, it messes with my brain. I start doing things like, this is so heavy. Can you pick this up? And it'll be like this envelope. <laughs> I bring him jars to open, and he's like, Why are you opening spaghetti sauce at work? <laughs> he's just very attractive to me. Really? Uh, I don't think Rebecca sees it. Uh, no, I don't. And I, I guess I'm not sharing this episode on Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you were friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> well, <Surprise. laughs> okay. Well, that's all for the Keanu's ex wife <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Oh my god. So, uh, let's do tarot then. <laughs> along, shall? Oh, now you want to do tarot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it happens to everybody though. Everybody meets someone or comes across someone who has an effect on you that you're just like, "Ooh." I feel like I meet 
people constantly who have that effect <laughs> on me. I don't know if I have like eight hormone monsters or what. But... <laughs> you gotta take a bubble bath. <laughs> no, you definitely have a penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a girl. Well, maybe you're a girl with a penis. <laughs> I love that show so much. Oh, me too. All right. Well, uh, last week I read for Lisa. So this week I was going to read for Rebecca. Ooh. All right. Do you have a question you'd like to ask or just general energy? Um, I'm going to go with general energy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Will Rebecca fuck Tom Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> share this on Facebook anyways. <laughs> She's going to get like, no Tom Hardy. I'm not friends with Tom Hardy. Yeah, but <laughs> people see things. Like, you never know. He could see it. Yeah, he could. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> also, I don't care if you share it because I'm not going to work there after January 15th. Yeah, but right. we will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who talks about it. You can be like, that Jonathan, he's encouraging <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to do my little stacks, my one, two, three. Here we go. General energy reading for Rebecca. Uh-huh. And if uh, if it's negative, we'll throw you a guidance card, too. Sounds good. Uh, so you got the Ten of Swords reversed, which oh. um, I'm not going to lie. The imagery on this card is absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah, a it little is. bit. Uh, it looks a little bit like something out of Hellraiser. It looks like a bald baby being stabbed by tiny toothpicks shaped like swords. Uh, <laughs> so let's see what that heralds uh, for your energy. Okay, reversed. You went through a cycle of endurance. Now you're making a comeback after a mentally challenging period when things look bleak. And you need to use this period of relief to make some lasting changes in how you think and relate to life when it can be overwhelming. Okay. Does that resonate? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes when cards are reversed, I don't know, I always get nervous. I'm like, ah, crap, it's going to be bad. But this one is all about like making a comeback and you have a chance to make some lasting changes and think about how to deal with overwhelming feelings in the future. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you're entering a phase of endurance and uh, success. Mm. It's up to you how you play that. That's awesome, because I have been feeling overwhelming anxiety and I have been trying to think of relief. And uh, hopefully I can conquer that and start a new era. Feels like it. I think you can. I think. Uh, like you're the kind of person that even when you're overwhelmed, other people don't know, like you keep that stuff. Uh, Very so that, like you really know how to lock all of that in and like play very straightforward. So even when you're overwhelmed, it's not like some people where they just like everything's crashing around them and the people are like, get your shit together. So <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> I, I was thinking about other people we know who we oh. work with. <laughs> it's like jesus christ do you want me to run you over with my car and just put you out of your misery Jeez. 
Yeah. I won't say who they are because it's already bad enough <laughs> that I'm going to rape somebody at our job. But. <laughs> okay, uh, so I guess who should go next? I think Lisa is shuffling, so Lisa can read for me. Yeah, I am shuffling. Okay, cool. Do you want a general reading or do you have a question? I have no questions. No questions? You don't want to know if you're going to fuck Tom Hardy? You're confident that you will? <laughs> I mean, eventually he will get around to me. It's <laughs> uh, a positive I outlook. <laughs> I dig it. Jonathan's like, 2021's the year. <laughs> If he would, uh, I wouldn't even ask for a repeat. It would be fine. I'd be like, just once. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Clear your thoughts. Let's do right. it. And shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. Well, yeah, I noticed I, I shuffle a lot. You do, yeah. I pre-shuffled before I got on here, so I was like, ready. All right. Let's do it. Ooh, your cards are falling a little bit. Uh oh what does it all mean Ooh, all right i like it you have the nine of cups okay cups are usually um <clears throat> like water energy emotions so i feel like maybe you have a lot of emotions going on right now um but it means that your dreams are being realized it's pleasure it's recognition it's finally feeling like someone is taking notice of you and giving you the credit that you deserve of people acknowledging you finally. And it could be, I mean, you are transitioning from one thing to another. So it could be that you are noticing like, ha ha, I'm out. And now you're gonna notice all these things that I did for you that you didn't appreciate. But at the same time, you're moving into um, the 10 of cups and the 10 of cups is the wish card. It's fulfillment, it's all of your dreams coming true. So you're like right on the cusp of transitioning into something really well. Um, the nine of cups, like don't, don't worry, accept this good feeling that you have coming towards you, this recognition, this acknowledgement. And, you know, always remind yourself if you ever start to doubt where you are right now, that no reason to stay is a pretty good reason to go. So have, have faith and charge ahead because you have that wish card coming up. That definitely resonates with me because I definitely had a moment where like, after I found out about this job where I wasn't like, talking about it and I was taking like teeny tiny baby steps because I was like no it's too good to be true something's gonna you know, like hold me back and I shouldn't like tell people about it and then I was like you know what like you need to just dive full steam ahead you need to like uh handle your business start closing stuff off here because you're leaving so that card definitely resonates with me because I definitely like was scared of um good things happening you know because this uh no i think i'm one of those people that like i want very little because usually i'm like well you're not going to get it anyways and so in this case having something good happening and having a job that i really really want to happen to me was like well it's going to get taken away somehow so don't get too excited about it yeah and i had a breakthrough this week and was like no you got it stop being stupid yeah and change is good. That'd be scary. But, like, I don't know. You gotta go with it, you know? Because mm -hmm. I feel like if you have changes, then you've outgrown where you are. 
and it's time to invite something new in, even though it's scary. And like I always say, I say it to myself all the time, and it, and it could be relationships, it could be work, it could be whatever. No reason to stay is a good reason to go. And if you're done and you learned all the lessons, then transition forward. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, my old job, I work very closely with kids uh, or did before COVID. And so for me, like really just thinking about having to go back to that and having to work closely with kids was really emotionally overwhelming. I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do anymore. I don't have energy for that. I bit, I barely have energy for my kid when he's like, let's play. I'm like, ugh, can't you play by yourself with one card? <laughs> Aww. I know. Now I sound like a terrible dad. But. Oh, no. No, you don't. You sound human. Like, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. happy for you. I think it's going to be a great thing, especially because you've got the Ten of Cups right there. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was Ten Cups of Wine. I wish it's Detox. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wish right now. <laughs> I've got my water if you need it. This is the season to turn water into wine, so oh, <laughs> you use your imagination. Please. That's true. That's true. All right. So Rebecca is going to read for Lisa. She's shuffling. Yes. I'm very nervous because Lisa like knocked it out of the park and I'm just like, er, the book no. says. Yeah. But to be fair, I also referenced the book, which by the way, uh, if you didn't listen to episode number one, uh, we are referencing truly easy tarot by Mantis. Who's speaking of eye candy. My Mantis. <laughs> Also, yes. quite handsome, and I've mentioned this two weeks in a row, so if you haven't bought the book yet, shame on you. It's <laughs> for the author page in the back. <laughs> I like that his name is Mantis. Mantis, and that's it. Dude, that means after you fuck him, you can rip his head off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lisa, uh, do you have a specific question, or would you like just a general? Oh, general, I don't general whatever the universe wants me to know let's let's do it okay i'm i'm in the universe's debt this week because i asked i begged the universe i was like please let my test come back negative oh i'm so glad i'm so glad for so many reasons because i love you and i don't want you to have covid but also because i didn't want you to be alone for the holidays right that would have been terrible i wanted you to be at my house there are worse things of course but you know okay I always shuffle personally until I like physically can't shuffle anymore because my hands just stop working and the cards are being unruly. I love shuffling. I find it very relaxing. It is. And I'm having a really like not easy time shuffling, but like it's going smoothly with yours. I've got my so I'm curious as to what you're gonna say. Because I've got things on my mind. Okay. Let's see. For you, Lisa, I pulled the Four of Wands upright. Let's see what that is, because I don't get wands very often. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. So I'm, a, I'm a fire sign. I'm a Sagittarius, and wands are mm -hmm. fire. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, the Four of Wands represents blissful containment of the fire in our hearts. There you go. Uh, you are mastering the use of your energy as a stable platform upon which to build your life. Uh, let's see what else it says. Secure in the grounded use of your inner fire, 
You allow it to burn bright and true. Yes. I like that. Yes. That's a positive card. It is. It, it resonates. I know what it's talking about. Okay. Cool. I like it. Because um, I think I've, I've talked to I think I talked about it last week. I don't remember. But I know I talked to somebody about it. Um, of embracing the energy of the sun. Yes, exactly. Of wanting to embrace them. And, and something that I'm learning how to do is to not soften myself for other people. That's to good. embrace that I do have a strong personality. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am a fire sign. I do feel things deeply. I am very passionate. And that's okay. Um, yeah. Because I do, like, especially because I was doing personality things too. And um, I'm an INTJ. And somebody blocked me on Bumble when I shared that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm an INTJ. This guy was like, blocked. He said blocked before he blocked me because I'm an oh, INTJ. Oh, Jesus. But I also learned um, that I am an Enneagram 8, which is oh. a very strong personality type too. And I'm learning. Yeah. If you haven't taken the test, I highly recommend that you do. But okay. um, yeah, I learned that I am an Enneagram 8 with a wing 9. Um, and that's all about like, power and strong opinions and stuff and I'm like I'm okay with that so embracing fire yeah trying not to soften myself for others I love that yeah and fire is definitely how I see you I told you that I feel like the sun card is what reminds me of you and that's why I got you the sun ring because every time I see the sun card or anything related to it I think of you oh and I appreciate that like and it's, it's such a coincidence that you said that because that's the energy. Like, when, like I said, I went into my 33rd year. I'm like, okay, where are we this year? I feel like 32 was the hermit. I think, especially because COVID, you know, mm-hmm. kind of secluded, kind of like reflecting, what do I want? How do I want to do this? Um, and now I feel like the sun, like, I don't want to soften myself anymore. Good for you. Yeah. Um, also, like, that guy's hilarious for blocking. You. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. I was talking about this last night um, with someone. At the times that I've been blocked on, on like Bumble or dating profiles, I got blocked by the guy who was like, "Oh, I'm looking for like whatever your Myers Briggs." I'm like, "I'm an INTJ." Blocked in all caps with an exclamation <laughs> <laughs> And um, the person that I was talking to was like, "Well, you know, they probably had a bad experience, and they remember those four letters, right?" Um, I've been blocked. I got blocked by a supposed porn star. Did I tell you guys this story? No. Okay, so I'm on Bumble. So I just swipe, match with this guy, totally gorgeous guy. Um, and he's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a branch manager in a library. What do you do? And he's like, I'm a porn star. And I'm all caps, laugh out loud, exclamation. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nobody's a porn star like i know porn exists but i'm like nobody's actually a porn star like that's not a thing (laughs) it's a thing so the guy is like so you're saying you don't recognize me and i'm like from porn (laughs) no i don't recognize you from porn and he's like well obviously you're not a sexual person so i'm gonna have to block you oh no kinds of sexuality like Some people enjoy their own brain. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with either of that. No, but this guy was like offended that I didn't recognize him from his porn. Yeah, but that means he would have been a bad lay too, because he would have been. Really 
Also, also, if he like feels that strongly about it, then maybe he would have like had porn sex. Where like you would have just been trying to have sex and enjoy and connect as a person. <laughs> and he'd have been wanting to like prompt you and be like, You like that? Yeah, you like that? And you would have <laughs> and be like, Oh yeah, daddy. Oh god, I don't have time for that. <laughs> when people are too verbal, sometimes I'm like, I'm out. When they're like, Yeah, you like that dick? I'm like, Yes, I like it. I'm obviously enjoying it. It's in my face, okay? So I don't feel like you're <laughs> talking right now my jaw is getting sore <laughs> i've had to block people though i feel like i haven't like i don't even know what to say i blocked a guy who we did a video chat or something and he's he comes up on the street and he's like i'm a crazy motherfucker that's the first thing he said <laughs> and i was like oh my god what's happening what's happening what's happening and he starts going oh yeah you like that? You like that? You like daddy? And I'm like, what the hell is happening? I blocked him immediately. Oh he was like God. screaming in his house, like screaming. And I don't even know. At but least, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Women have it worse because, uh, like, men do send unsolicited dick pics. But, uh, like, on Grinder, we just expect that. Like, so if somebody sends me an unsolicited dick pic, I'm like, yes, hello. Thank you. I Here's my unsolicited dick pic however what i don't like is unsolicited asshole pictures <laughs> which dudes send all the time no hello no hey they won't even tap on your profile they're just like you know what i'm gonna send this person a picture of my butthole and <laughs> i had one where it was like five in the morning i was waking up and like i opened the app and there is the worst asshole i have ever seen in oh ew uh, it honestly, for a second, I thought it was like a zoomed in picture of like a, like a disaster area. I was like, what am I looking at? Like, oh my God, it's leg. Oh my God, it's an asshole. <laughs> I was very upset. I was like, that's not how I want to start my day. <laughs> One time I was in a bar speaking of assholes. One time I was in a bar and it was uh, the kind of bar where they have a slideshow of like, porn on the tv and so i lisa's like i have never been to such a bar it was a bar uh <laughs> it was a bar called barcodes uh which is a very hole in the wall bar it's mostly clientele is men over 50 and they have uh beer and wine only uh and the beer is very bad but honestly like if you were bored on a sunday it was kind of nice to just go there and like chat with the old homos uh and so i enjoyed myself there however they had a slideshow of porn on the television and uh i wasn't looking at the porn i was talking to the friend who was with me we're drinking our pitcher of beer we're nice and wasted talking about going to get some taco bell when we uber home and i look up and i said oh my god that's a beautiful picture of a wizard starts laughing and i'm like what because on the screen is a wizard holding a black crystal ball and i'm like that is beautiful and then the camera starts to pan out and um it is a heavily tattooed man bent over and the crystal ball was his butthole <laughs> and to this day this haunts me because all i can think is a 
how do you have the courage? Like I barely have the courage to tell a waiter that my order is wrong, let alone go into a tattoo shop and be like, I want you to tattoo my anus. <laughs> uh, but also like, how? <laughs> right? And was his anus black or was it tattooed black? Like which? Because <laughs> it was jet black. Ew, I feel like that's I... something that would only happen to you. Like <laughs> that story. It happened to the whole bar full of dudes. Every dude was laughing at me as my face of horror as I realized, like, oh my god, it's not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you called the place a hole in the wall. Uh, well, okay, to be fair, I'm going to call it out because this bar also has a reputation that I did not know the entire time that I went there because mm -hmm. I always stayed on the inside because uh all the smokers went outside so i was like i don't want to smoke so i'll just stay on the inside and then one time i was with someone who was a smoker and he was like oh let's go uh, out on the patio and i was like okay so we go out on the patio and i'm like where do all these guys keep disappearing to in the bushes is there a garden and everybody in the patio laughed <laughs> <laughs> And that would only happen to you. Um, I don't know. I think only I would be dumb enough to go to a seedy hookup bar and not know it's a seedy hookup bar. <laughs> it's just be like, how nice. The camaraderie here is great. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up, but I've had a lot of fun. And I will see you gals around work. And I'll see you guys next week. Uh, and thanks for joining us on Keanu's Ex-Wives podcast. Join us next week for more Talk About Boys. Apparently, that's all the fuck we talk about on this <laughs> Boys, the stars, and staying happy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Music for Keanu's ex-wives provided by Eric Mateus at soundimage.org.